When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the happy hour. You guys going to happy hour? Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, I'll maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Cleary. C is for chunk. Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Oh, and an onside kick. Northwestern is on it. At the 45, Scott Frost going for the mortal. All right. Welcome in. Uh, I guess we had the uh, wrong open accidentally in the system. What was the... What was that? Jay's here, by the way. Nick Sainer, Rico J. It was like some (laughs) lifetime love, love. What are you doing, Rico? It was the Nebraska, Minnesota one. Oh, no. Had the wrong open in the system. That's okay. Welcome in. It's the happy hour. 93.7 The Ticket. TheTicketFM.com. Nick Sainert, Rico, and Jay with you. Rico, what's up? Hello. Jay? How's it going? What's going on? His, he, we got to get his mic on. His mic's not even on. Oh, he's on mic one. There he is. Oh, he's on yeah. mic two. There, there's Jay. He's all the way what, in the corner. All, people always ask me, what is that that Rico does? Rico, what is that? What? The heller. I don't know. I just started doing it, and I just do it. He started it when we began a show. What was that, two and a half years ago at this point now? Something like that. Two and a half years ago in August. It'll be three years. Um, so, no, I mean, we started it, when, or he started it back in when we began this this happy hour. Initially from two to three. We used to be at a different time slot. Yeah. People might forget that. But then we uh, switched it up to one to two, and here we are. So, uh, welcome in 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline and the Starter Heyman Tech Sign are open for you guys the entire show today, as well as the Starter Heyman Jewelers live video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Allo Channel 961. Um, we're going to start out here with NFL playoffs since we have a, a former NFL linebacker in the in the studio with us. Um, let's start with the first game of the day yesterday with the Chiefs and the Ravens because uh, this one yesterday... It was one of those things where going into it, you're you're automatically saying, all right, the Ravens probably should win, but it's impossible to bet against Patrick Mahomes. And every single week, whether it was the Bills two weeks before, whether it was the Ravens on you know yesterday afternoon, like I sat here personally saying last week after the Bills win, all right, listen, if Patrick Mahomes ends up winning a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. there's there's no... I don't care how much he complains to the refs. I don't care how much he whines. I don't care if there's like people got personal vendettas from the fan base. I don't care. The dude wins. He's 14 and three in the postseason play. And at the end of the day, whether he has a a wide receiver one or whether he's working with rookie Rasheed Rice, here he is 14 and three in the postseason and he's won two road games. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's the, he's the real deal. Um, you know, I'm going to really break down, um, what makes him successful in the playoffs, um, you know, later on old school. But what he does is, is I say this 
you know, I, I talked to Strick a lot of times about LeBron and Jordan, right? Mm-hmm. And I guess you could throw Kobe in there because he's kind of like a replica of, of, of Jordan. Is that Jordan came in the league as a assassin. Yeah. He's going to drop six. He's going to, you know, you just never know. He might just roll out the bed and he's like, you know what? I'm mad at Rico. I'm going to hit you for 55. Yep. But when he, when he won, when he, when the focus became on truly winning, now granted, it's an organizational thing. And they added pieces around him, but he had, they added certain pieces around him. Yeah. He started to play the game like LeBron. Mm-hmm. He would, he would, you know, pass off the Kerr and Paxton and all that. Well, that's what Patrick Mahomes does. When you look at it, I think out of his uh, 17 of his completions were at or behind the line of scrimmage. And all they do mm-hmm. is just run the basic stuff. They ran the same play out of the same formation, but just just diced up the formation a little bit, and Ravens could not even adjust. It's the same play. What, was yesterday more about the Chiefs or the Ravens? Because because um, no, the, Ra- I, I think, the Ravens, I think it's a little bit of both. I think the, the Ravens, Ravens did not look number they, one fundamentally ready, yeah. or or mentally ready. Right? They they were mentally they, they the Chiefs played a mind trick on them and and let their want to to make this game physical in the immaturity of the Ravens mm-hmm. uh, against them. That's number mm-hmm. one, it, which is hard because John Harbaugh's team are generally mentally tough. Well, yeah. Uh, then number two. Munkin, the the offensive coordinator, got introduced to Steve Spagnolia, who is going to go down as one of the best defensive coordinators of our era, yeah. and probably of all you know of all time if he keeps up with this. What actually the NFL is all about. Then on top of that, Lamar Jackson looked tight. The whole team offensively looked tight. Um, the, well, the whole team in general looked tight. So it's it's it was probably I would say more about the Chiefs. But there's a a lot of it was the Ravens because the Ravens helped the Chiefs. I mean, and I don't want to take anything away from Patrick Mahomes because the Chiefs' offense and defensive line beat the brakes off of the the, mm-hmm. the Baltimore Ravens' offense and defensive line, um, and they got out coached. They got out. They got out performed. Now I think was that the best Ravens performance? No, but it was probably one of the best Chiefs performance of all time. Mm-hmm. And this- the the thing about it, I don't mean to go a little bit longer. It's like. Travis Kelsey is walk. If he walked down O Street, Travis Kelsey is about 6'5", 245, right? Something like that. Arguably, will go down. He'll be at least now, depending on era, he'll be at least a for sure top five t- tight end of all time. Stat wise, might be yeah. the best tight end of all time. How do you not cover that man with two people? Great question. And, and it's not just the it's not just the rate. This has been going on since them two have been together. So if you can't that that's why I say the Ravens coaches did not help them. They didn't because everything that Patrick Mahomes does, this is why Patrick Mahomes is 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 going to be an all-time great. He's more athletically gifted than Tom Brady, Brady, right? He probably I would say has more arm talent than Tom Brady via his baseball background. Mm-hmm. And then I think mentally he's getting to where Tom Brady is. And he's a lot farther than people that are his age, which is 28 years old, because of growing up with a professional father in Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. It's incredible when you compare it to Tom Brady, and because those comparisons are going to be throughout Mahomes' entire career. At the start, it was like, okay, yeah, now he's on like this trajectory to match Tom Brady. The fact that he's done, he's stayed on that path and consistently, like. Oh. Continued it. I'm yeah. saying, right? Because well, he's getting it, better now. That now yeah. they're in, tr- he's now, you're in now, trouble. Now he's settling in. 
It's the opposite of all those basketball players where they say, oh, this is going to be the next Michael Jordan. This is the next LeBron James. They get, they have maybe a good year and then nothing happens after that. Patrick Mahomes, his staying power has been tremendous. Even though, you know, everybody talks about how when he first gets to the Chiefs, they have all these weapons, they surround him and everything is just perfect for Patrick Mahomes. Well, now he's doing it. Yes, he still has Travis Kelsey, but you see the receivers he has to work with. I'm not saying they're still professionals. They're still really good at what they do, but this is probably the worst receiving core he's had, and he's still getting them to the Super Bowl. But that also goes back to Steve Spagnuolo. This is probably the best Chiefs defense yeah, last two years. that yeah. he's yeah. had well, with this version of the Chiefs. Yeah. They've, they've drafted really well defensively. Obviously, right. the Legere- Legereus well. Sneed out of Louisiana Tech, right? Finding a guy like Bolton. him. Bolton. Uh, Juan Gay. Thornhill. Thornhill was one. Yeah. Willie, Gay. Willie Gay. That was one of the biggest, I, I will say, because they had Chanel. Who was who was the spy yesterday? Right, because every game it's it's been Willie Gay, and we saw it kind of break down at times against Buffalo when Willie wasn't in there. Yeah. And Badly. so that was one of the curious, like the things I was curious about yesterday. How are they going to handle the the athletic ability of Lamar Jackson? You know how they handled it? The offensive coordinator. There you go. That's how they handled it. Yeah. Thank you very much for doing business. Yeah. You have the, fa- if not the fastest linebacker in the league, we'll, we'll always say top five. He yeah. is a physical specimen in gay. He's out. And Chanel can't keep up with him. No. Right? Tranquil is, it was an offseason addition, but has been hurt. Now, and he played excellent too, right? Neither one of them can handle Lamar Jackson in open field. What did Baltimore yeah. Ravens do? It's almost like they didn't even look at the injury report. That's the difference. And I think the thing with Patrick Mahomes that people need to understand. Now, granted, we'll see what happens when Andy Reid leaves. Right? Because when he. I mean, we already saw what happened with Eric Bieniemy leaving, and, and the, I mean, the offense took a step back. But still, right. Andy Reid. Like Andy Reid not being there, that head coach and the experience and what Andy Reid is, is done for Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. And look, look, Scantley just had, has had a bad year. He's a legit receiver mm. rice is legit so as you looked at the Chiefs yeah, like receiver receivers last year you get let's also not forget that towards the end of last year you saw uh smith schuster and those guys start to gel and then they became holes like oh you got three dudes right yep well what did the chiefs do this year the last quarter of the season these guys start mm-hmm. getting it getting it together rice has been you know successful all year so what did andy reed do if you read the reports, he stepped in and took more of a of a hands-on approach to the offense. So that he saw that Rice, is, for a rookie, has been pretty dang good. What did they do down the stretch? We're featuring him. Probably had a real heart-to-heart talk with Kelsey. You see Kelsey looked, obviously, the energy in his legs and his play, and they're feeding him, right? And plus, he's a, he has the heart of a champion. Mm-hmm. He is a Hall of Famer, so he can. it's still in him. The focus is there, so it's no different. And then you got the running attack that you can always depend on. And then Patrick Mahomes is going to kill you with his mind. And then next thing you know, and then when you have a weak-minded team and a team with, I guess, false expectations. They were getting put up on pedestals. Too quick. Yeah. And they hadn't won anything. Yeah. And if I'm Lamar Jackson, I got to I gotta really look at, now that I got my money, right, mm-hmm. which I think that hurt last year. I really have to look at like who are you really surrounding us with? Is it okay? Yeah, they brought in Ob, you know Odell Beckham Jr., but that's really not doing anything. He didn't do much. Zay, Zay Flowers is going to be is going to be yes. legit. But I'm saying you spent 18 million dollars yes, on him. Exactly. You could have got somebody else that's actually legit. 
along with you have to make sure that offensive coordinator is on point because mm-hmm. I think Lamar Jackson can be as, just as good as Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. if they took a little bit more of a Cam Newton approach with the offensive attack. I mean, so here, a couple things. Staying on the Chiefs really quickly. So where is Travis Kelsey since this week was so much about tight ends, right? This weekend, I guess, right? Whether it's whether it's Laporta, whether it's Kittle, Mark Andrews who came back, and then Travis Kelsey. Where's Travis Kelsey all time in tight ends? Ever? Ever. Tony Gonzalez in front of him. Yeah, Shannon Sharp. You mean the all-time postseason receptions record? Him and Patrick Mahomes passed Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski for most touchdown receptions by a duo in the postseason. Because he passed, he passed uh, Jerry Rice, correct? For most postseason catches. Yeah, I mean he's up there. I don't think he's the best. The stats aren't going to really give you. I mean the best. They throw the ball a lot more. They throw the ball a lot more. I mean. It's hard for because, like in the in in some order, it's it's got to be like the Tony Gonzalez, Antonio Gates, Rob Gronkowski, Travis Kelsey. Uh, I would Sharp. take I would take Gates out, put Sharp in. Okay. Um, in and, some order, those yeah, five. And then, and then you th- yeah, and it's just all it's all in the eyes of the beholders. And Tony Gonzalez like. also had the staying power. Yeah, like he, he played for a while. Yeah, yeah he was a, still productive. He was all pros last year. Yeah, because so. then he went to the Falcons and he mm-hmm. played well. He got and, even better. Yeah, yeah. And, which and was so weird. And to when Tony Gonzalez played for the Chiefs, he was the whole offense. It's mm-hmm. totally different. He didn't play yeah. with a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes. You know, See, he was there at Castle or no, 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 that was he was there at Castle. Yeah, so he, that would have been like so big pen. Yeah, so it was like. Whoever, yeah, had, he was there. You know, had, he probably Trent had Green, like six different yeah, quarterbacks. Yeah, Trent, yeah, Green, Trent Green was. Yeah, there. yeah that yeah. was probably the best one when they were really rolling. Yeah. Um, but you got to think he there were some lean times when when hmm. Tony Gonzalez played. Now, yeah. granted that at that point in time, that's where you're like, okay, well, that's why his receptions were so good. But you know, I mean, Travis Kelsey is an all time great. Mm-hmm. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, Brody Croyle, you know, one of the best Jeez. of all time. It just kind of depends on where you're at. If you like an all around, all around tight end, you know, I don't think Travis Kelsey probably matches up for an mm-hmm. all time tight end. Then you got to think of like a Rob Gronkowski or somebody or Tony Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. Um, pure stats wise, he's probably going to blow it out the out the out the frame. The game is different. Yeah, I've said this before. Travis Kelsey is one of the better receiving tight ends, but when it can, like you said, all around, like he can he's, block, but he's not. When he needs to, yeah. he was blocking yesterday. Oh, yeah. When he yeah. wants to, hey, th- there was there was somebody who was saying something about Taylor down there. Somebody had to have. Well, the, the thing is, the, no, no, I'm being facetious, but like, but, some, but the, chief, the, chief, the Chiefs were getting away with a lot of stuff. They were, and you could question whether it was bias, mm-hmm. right? Because I mean, when I when I say this, I'm talking about when a when a referee misses the ABCs of a call at the point of attack, you start to question your ability to do your job Mm -hmm. because even on the interception late by Lamar in the triple coverage, they tackled the receiver before the ball even got there. That's a pass interference. Doesn't matter if it's week one, 17 Super Bowl. That should be a pass interference. The other one, I think on, uh, I think the the flowers in the flat where the defender just picked him up and threw Mm -hmm. him on the ground. That's a pass interference. The chiefs. And then the whole, like, the ref saw a couple of times Kelsey pull, pushes him. If you're, you know, I talk to you about this all the time. If you're a ref, you got to get control of the game. Yeah, from the get go. From the get go, you got to talk to both of and them. And it started pregame. It started pregame. It started pregame with Kelsey tossing Justin right. Tucker's helmet and all that right. junk. Patrick Mahomes then, kicking the yeah. little yeah, tee. Yeah. It all started pregame. So, you so you the, knew so, from the get go. Right. It was so you was, lost control yeah. of the game right away. And then how does every single time, yeah, the Ravens get called for it? 
but then also it's the gamesmanship from the Chiefs and the experience of the Chiefs. So when you haven't won yet, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. you won't get those calls. We also know it's always the second guy. It is always the second guy, but that's not a good enough excuse no, when you're not. playing for well, championships. It's, it's that experience you're talking about where right. the Chiefs know, like, we can go this far yes. up to a certain point. The Ravens don't, they don't have that. Yes, you know, Harbaugh has championship experience, right. well, but the roster doesn't. The hey, roster is very young and immature. Because we saw Roquan do it a couple of times. Sure, Ro- everybody, yeah, right. everybody did it. Right, but, everybody I mean, did it, but Kelsey was egregious yeah. with it. Um, he knew what he was doing. And, and Harbaugh had talked to the rest, mm-hmm. and the rest had continued to ignore it. So that's where the problem lies. But ultimately, the Chiefs were the better team, in, I think, in all three phases. Um, and the Baltimore just got outcoached and outclassed. And that's it sucks for them. And the the thing that people don't understand, and this is I had to learn this in the NFL, man. It's tough. I mean, I come out of college. You come out of college, you know, we win a national championship. We go to the playoffs a couple years. Mm-hmm. You know, we got the Music City Miracle or whatever. And I'm like, all right, that's okay, fine. We 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 drop the ball. We're bringing back the same team the next year, and we struggle, and it got the coach fired three years into the league. And then it took, I didn't go to the, well, the, you know, when Greg Williams came in, my last year in Buffalo, not even a chance. They blew up the whole roster. Every, all our great players left. So I'm left over as a kind of, you know, transition player. Go to Houston. You know what I mean? Got to go, right? Get traded. Do well individually. Not even close to the playoffs. Peyton Manning's in the AFC South. Steve McNair is still, obviously, you know, rest in peace is there. You're not making it. And then I get to the playoffs with the Giants. And San Fran, one and done, that quick. That's why every possession, every catch counts, everything counts. And, you know, when you think about Detroit, yeah, everybody can jam up Dan Campbell for it. Okay, that's fine. There's probably one one time I was like, yeah, you probably should have took the field goal. But it's not a bad call when the dude, this is your job. He's done it all season, but it's, but this is but this is your job. So okay, here's the here's the here's an example. If it's fourth or third and eight or nine, and they throw a check down to Nick, he catches it at three yards. I whiff on the tackle repeatedly, or whatever it may be. That's not on the coaches. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Rena, and, and I'm not trying to say one guy lost the game, but dude, you got to make that catch every single day. That's what separates, let's just say in this case, the 49ers and the Chiefs playing pitch and catch. That's mm-hmm. what the Chiefs do. Mm-hmm. Essentially what they're doing, what Andy Reid is doing, he's just doing what uh, the what Bill Belichick and Tom Brady did. Here's the main difference. Him and Patrick Mahomes actually have a good relationship, and he respects yeah. Patrick Mahomes. And Andy Reid has a good relationship with 99.9% of the players that go through there. That's the difference. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And really, to be honest with you, if I was Lamar Jackson, I would be reaching out to Patrick Mahomes in the offseason because Andy Reid, and you can't probably want to be able to talk to Andy Reid. Andy Reid has set forth the path for Patrick Mahomes. 
if he doesn't take the chance and really go through the muddy waters with Donovan McNabb, mm-hmm. McNabb doesn't end up having the career he has. And you know who doesn't have the coaching career that he has? Andy Reid. Yep. Some of the mistakes that he made back in Philly back in the time in the day, he's remembered in Philly. Or remembered in Kansas City. There's there's a lot we want to get to still. Uh, mentioning the Lions, I, I mentioned some statistics earlier this morning on on the show with Raf that I, I find my, kind of mind boggling in a positive way for the Lions. Uh, Jay, when it's fourth and two or fourth and three, the Lions go for it more than anybody in the league, right? Yep. Because it's such an analytical game now, too, where you see a lot of young head coaches are saying, "We just whatever the analytics say, we go for it. We we follow the analytics." The when it's fourth and two or fourth and three, the Lions com- are converting seventy four percent of the time. Right. So, and I told you this this morning is like this is what's got you there. There's been a couple decisions in the Bears game during the regular season. Like there was a couple decisions where it's like, all right, that was probably a little bit too. Aggressive. Um, yeah, aggressive. Yeah. Need to be a little more smart, smarter about it. But in the bulk of it, this is this is Dan Campbell. Like this is what you sign up for. Also, that's kind of the way that it feels like the Detroit Lions are going to need to win. Well, it, the, it, like this is what's gotten you to this point. There's no reason to change it. And at the end of it, catch the ball. Right. Well, here's yes. the, here's yeah. the, always always look at people sideways as if you the you take the easy you have the easy mm-hmm. response, easy mm-hmm. analysis. Okay. Right, Dan Campbell. You should be fired. You went for it on the fourth down, or or on the flip side, Nick. You can say, "Well, this is always who you are." Right. Mm-hmm. So you got. So it's almost you're forced to do it. Now, I do think that one, he should have kicked it. That's just my yeah. opinion. But here's what people don't understand. This is why I hate analytics. Right. Is because analytics doesn't take emotion into it. Yeah. The the and you want to know why analytics doesn't take emotion is so important. When we played Iowa a couple years ago, and they blocked that punt, mm-hmm. right? The whole momentum in that stadium changed. And some plays were called based on analytics. You got to feel the game, right? And, yeah. and, and, and uh, to Dan Campbell's defense, he knew his team who all year was, and they did it even against yeah. the Rams, withstood the storm and got the momentum back. He saw in three series, right? Fumble by Gibbs, who, which was a backbreaker. Yeah. Another drop pass by Reynolds and another missed opportunity by um, golf to uh, St. Brown. Right. He had to because his team, it was out of sorts. They were losing it. They were losing it. And, they, and, and he had to, and to be honest with you, it was, it's who he is, mm-hmm. right? He's feeling the game and you, he, he knows this as a player. Yeah. And you got to think, he was, I think, on that Giants team when they lost the momentum against San Fran, oddly enough, you know, uh, way back in the day. And uh, you got to catch the ball, dude, and you got to not fumble the ball. That's why when you have a chance to beat a team, you got to beat them. Here's here's why the first Reynolds incompletion or drop was so important. The Lions had all the momentum. And was that the third down one? No, he that, was, that, that was on four. That was okay. on fourth and two. That but was he, the second drop. Right You're after, right. right after Moody. No, I'm saying right after Moody because it was still 24. It was 24 to seven at this point, yes. I believe. Yes. Yeah. That was and, his first. The second drop was on yeah, fourth yeah, down. Yeah. Yeah. So this no, this one was on fourth. I'm nonetheless. Yeah. Nonetheless, that first drop by Josh Reynolds was so imperative, big, yeah. because Detroit had all the momentum. Oh, the game the, was the, over. The life was sucked out of that stadium. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sucked out of it. 
and you are unable. It was a it was a it was a fine throw. There was nothing wrong with the pass. He hit him in the hand. It hit him with both hands. Yeah, and he dropped it. Yeah, and that was Dan Campbell trying to basically just continue to step on the throat. Well, at the end of the day, it's you just continue to play. Yeah, he yep. wasn't watching the clock. There's no. tons of time. There's tons of time for San Francisco to come back. You just keep playing. Mm -hmm. it, Here's another example. I don't mean to cut you off. You remember a couple good. years ago when uh, Bill O'Brien was still the head coach at the uh, Houston Texans and they were up 28 nothing on the Chiefs? Yep. Mm -hmm. and, and, and he, yeah, and with he, Deshaun. With Deshaun. And yeah, he played. You know Kansas what he did? City, he he played, played not, not to lose that yeah, game. Yeah, exactly. And that and, was when we saw Mahomes. Right. Well, that's when Kansas City plays their best. Yeah. Yep. Because they could just throw it out. And you got plethora of receivers as they had Tyree plus you had arrowhead yeah. your right. backs against the yeah. wall you're like all right well let's just chuck it and two and a half quarters yep against this dude that can score on one plate the back to that play Nick you the reason why that is so huge what people don't understand and this is from experience because I've been on both sides of it right watching it as a defender and we get a, a crucial fourth down when T Frazier and those guys are out or Doug Flutie or whatever mm -hmm. okay he catches it he catches that ball a worst case scenario, let's say they get three points. That's three more points, mm -hmm. and they're still playing. It sets you up for the future in the, in play calls against this. You can predicate what the San Fran's going to do in the third and fourth quarter. Also, more time off the clock. Then the second drop, when the momentum is starting to shift. I mm -hmm. think San Fran comes out. They drive it all the way down. They get a field yeah. goal. Well, yeah. guess what? Detroit said, okay, we can withstand it. And they and really, to be honest with you, I'm going to walk back my statement saying they weren't able to answer the call. They did answer because Jared Goff came out there, Montgomery ran it down the field, this isn't it, yeah. got over the 50, a crucial third down. This is when he was more wide open. The first fourth down, it was kind of a little bit of a yeah. pass, and he, he caught it, tried to catch it like a basket. He needed to catch it like this, mm -hmm. right? The, the third down play, he was wide open on a on a kind of a I call it a we used to call it midline crossing route. Yeah, he got they got the man to man. They, they did the motion. They right. saw that they he was on a linebacker and ran it away from and he ran was and just, wide, hits him in the in the numbers right drops then, it kicks it and right. it just falls on the ground. He dropped it kicked it and it wasn't one of those things like oh he could have caught it and then he might have got tackled. He was beyond the first down. Mm -hmm. Now to withstand a run of a team like the 49ers, who's dangerous offensively. Okay, you catch it, say you get tackled, and say it's a 12-yard game. Three more minutes are off that clock. Yep. That changes what Kyle Shanahan does. It's also a much more manageable field goal. And here's here's where Michael Badgley comes into play here for, for the Detroit Lions. Those dang kickers. Is that, <laughs> guys, from outside 40 yards, he's 8 of 16 in outdoors. Coin flip. Coin flip. When it's the NFC Championship... All season, or excuse me, in the last four games, the Lions have not asked him to kick farther than a forty-one yard field goal. The guy has, I think it was, I think it was, yeah, eight of sixteen in outdoor games, and I think he's missed five in indoors past forty yards. That's not included in that eight of sixteen. Just the, the statistics are not there. Yeah. So then it's like it was tough for me, and this is where I'm at on Monday morning or Monday afternoon now, where it's like, all right, so Dan Campbell has that in the back of his head, plus, hey. The analytics, as much as maybe they're stupid and they don't yeah. take well, the emotion I, I, I mean, into there's it. a place for it. I, yeah. I, 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 but I, I'm saying taking all that into account, I can't sit here and be like, gosh, I can't believe Dan Campbell didn't go for the field goal. Because I see both sides That's, to where yeah. it's you, – you guys are so successful at fourth down, more 50 percentage points higher than the league average. 
Right. But and, and you just didn't get it. You all didn't I wanna, execute. All I would say is this. If you catch the ball on that third down and you, yeah. worst case scenario, take a minute and 20 seconds off that clock and you get four more yards, I guarantee his yeah. make, he's way inside 40 yards. Mm-hmm. So actually, the analytics are null, null and void. There is a yeah, reason. You're, you're keeping it three possessions right. at that point. Analytics is needs to be in the game. I think it helps young coaches and players that if you really dive into it, be, be be a better player and a coach. Yeah. Where I have a problem with it, where you just blindly lead lean on it. Now, Dan Campbell has two th- two sections of analytics going against him. One, you're so successful on fourth down. Yeah. Two, your court your kicker ain't successful. Yep. Yeah. And three, which is the realistic one, you're losing the momentum. Now, I would have liked to seen him maybe lean on his on his special teams coach, but the head coach has to make the decision. I don't think I, I do think obviously. Looking back on it, it's the easy thing is to attack Dan Campbell. I'm more worried about a good player and a, what I thought leading up to this ascending player seamlessly dropped the ball and mm-hmm. was not upset about it when you watch yeah. him on the sideline. I also will will look at if I'm looking at the offensive coordinator. Why did you stop running the ball? Oh, that, here's the thing. Like, okay, I mean, so right? ben, ben Johnson's the offensive coordinator has had multiple interviews with well, probably he's, the he's commanders gonna be, coach. Yeah, by he's, 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 right? he's going to be he's going to be head coach. That was that started out perfect for Detroit, absolutely perfect. Could right? have asked for and Greg else. Olson, who we're actually going to talk about in, in later in the show here. Okay, Greg Olson outlined it perfectly from the start. He's like, listen, they open the broadcast, and 30 seconds into the broadcast, Greg Olson, former tight end for the Panthers, goes. Listen, no, not many people have ran the ball a whole lot in terms of quantity against the 49ers, right? There's a lot of names up there, but really the 49ers are middle of the pack in running rush defense. Ben Johnson comes out, and the two-headed horse of David Montgomery and then just allowing Jameer Gibbs to get in space, right? This goes back to the way the Lions drafted. Panay Sewell, right? And, and Sam Decker. Laporta, Decker. All these guys that they've drafted are now... Working right now, they are. I mean, they That's are moving right. smooth and they're destroying, they are winning the dominating the line and of your scrimmage. receivers block, too. Yes, yeah. and then Very. guess what? Then you have a play to Amon Ross St. Brown, you can put Laporta down a seam up the middle, whatever you want. Jameson Williams was getting busy, yeah, yeah. And and I mean, here's the deal on the first on the first touchdown, you give the ball to your fastest player in space and Let see what go. happens. So, like, the game opened up to a T for Detroit, sucked the life out of the stadium. And I truly believe that everything kind of flipped when when Reynolds dropped the first one. Yeah, I really do. Because as a, you want to know, because because then there's an, also an opportunity where you're sitting there going, "All right, there's a two for one chance here." Exactly. Because because you knew that San Francisco got the ball to start the third quarter, you could have you were able to have a spot to where you score a touchdown, get a stop, score points. Excuse me, score points, get a stop, score more points right. before halftime. And then guess what? It works seamlessly as like it's, yeah. you're just kicking off after and, the and, points. And, and you got to expect San Fran to make a run, but you you have to. It's it's like we talk about the bas- or basketball. The equivalent of what Johnson did was not make your free throws. Yeah. For the front end, remember they said one one and one. Mm-hmm. You want to stop a momentum. You want to stop a team coming back. Get it. Get, you know, like it's like being it. We me and Nick call high school games, and and we called the. Uh, East and Southwest game. <laughs> Southwest was in the penalty with like four minutes left. I was like, dude, you got to get this thing to the rack because Southwest was starting to run on yeah. East. How do you stop it? Free throws. How do you stop a, a momentum shift? 
you know, from a team like the 49ers, reestablish the line of scrimmage and maybe dice it up, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's motion, shift. They were doing, they were running the ball inside the tackles, inside the guard, to guard, guard yeah. outside. They were doing whatever they wanted. That little and, pitch and then, was, was working. Then, in addition, you have one of the best play action passers in today's right. game in Jared Goff. And play action route runner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you could do it. You go back to what is successful. David Montgomery runs behind his pass. You have one of the better offensive lines in the league. You want to eat up clock. What what do you do? And I always talk about this with like when you're on the road with Nebraska. Just because you don't score the first drive doesn't mean that you're not successful. Mm-hmm. Just because you don't answer score for score doesn't mean it's successful. Do you flip the field? Do you get a couple first downs? Because the doubt that you put into the defense, at least in my case, the linebackers, uh, you know, mind that you can still move the ball and say we get lucky on a drop pass. Mm-hmm. You don't run to the sidelines thinking like, oh, yeah, we stopped him. You don't do that. Yeah. What we think about with that drop pass is like, oh, this dude ain't ready to play. This dude, we do have a chance. That's why. Yeah. You have to make the simple plays man. to, to, to uh, you know, put the dagger in the heart. Speaking yeah, of the simple plays, I wanted to ask you from a linebacker's perspective, Christian McCaffrey runs the ball 20 times for like 96 yards, but he's just lowering his lowering his pads and just going into right. people. You know, you, you think of Christian, he was he's kind of shifty in Carolina. But, but he's, he's now, running, he's he was running. like, he's running behind his pads. Yeah. Like, what what do you, what's your thought process there where he's just, he could shake you in, in open space, but also he's more than willing to put those pads down. I think there's an old saying is that you won't get beat by a guy that that's running the ball. You know, you, you, you lose by explosive plays, mm-hmm. right? And they were in, in San Fran's case, off the <laughs> helmet. With Christian McCaffrey, Derrick Henry when he was in his prime, Fred Taylor for sure, they can house call you. Those are explosive plays. So, But with Christian McCaffrey, he has the footwork and vision. That's why, he, and then when he gets, when you get off a block with a really good offensive line, um, you know, he can lower the boom on you. What happened was, um, which I don't think, you know, Aaron Glenn, I guess, game plan for, is San Fran had probably more success inside than they should have. McNeil played is pretty good run stuffer. Mm-hmm. He on the first touchdown, uh, he got blown up, blown up, and he got yeah. he got sealed. Um, yeah, Aiden Hutchinson, you know, yes, George Kittle's a good blocker. It was bad. It was, it was, he got he got handled in the, in the run game. That so then what does that do? That as a linebacker, you start to guess a little bit. Then you start to see Christian McCaffrey gas you. Um, I don't think that's why they lost. I think they lost a couple receivers and they lost the momentum. And primarily, I would say it was on the you know offensive side of the ball. You scored twenty four points in the first half, zero in the second half. Yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, you saw Green, Green Bay Packers again essentially lost the game too. Mm-hmm. More games are lost than one in the NFL. That's what Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are doing. They're playing winning football with a generational quarterback and an all-time tight end and a coach that knows how to put guys in position and know what he needs to be successful. They're drafting guys to know that they're going to be ready to play winning football at the end of the season. Mm -hmm. Because now you want to know why Patrick Mahomes could throw that deep floater? (laughs) The defense. And the idiot over there trying to drop back 90% of the time with Lamar Jackson. Yeah, They're taking everything into account. There's so much more we could get into. Make sure you check out Old School 4 to 6 today. Jay and Austin with you. DP's out of town, uh, so it'll be Jay and Austin running the show uh, on Old School later this afternoon. Let's go ahead 
and take a break. We are very late, uh, but we appreciate Jay <laughs> yeah. hanging out. Not that's bad, all right. Man. No, that's all right. We, we it, was, it was good. It was necessary. Uh, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Starter Heyman text line. We'll uh, start the 1 o'clock hour coming up next. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.